Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You currently locked in to the coldest podcast in the land. It's your boy, B. Jones, a.k.a. Bolo, and you know when I'm pulling up to the porch. I can't pull up without my dog. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, Big Smitty, a.k.a. D-Nice. And you heard what Bolo just said. He just said it. This is The Porch. Welcome. My brother got the black and brown tee on, man. The only only place you can get that T-shirt from is LFTclothingbrand.com. You might be asking yourself, well, what is LFT Clothing Brand? It's live for today. It's my shit. It's my company, co-owned by my brother, F.A., Go get your black and proud tea right FA. now. Juneteenth on the way. How you doing, brother? Ooh, Juneteenth is on the way. I'm going to have to say this later. I'm going to have to wash it one more time, fold yeah. it, boom, put it in the closet, Juneteenth, pop it back out. Boom, it's all about the culture, man. Shout out to LFT, man, because I'm living for today right now. And right now, you on the porch, so welcome. Yes, I'm blessed, sir. brother. God is good. I'm highly favored. I'm 10 toes down. You know I can't come on the porch without talking about God, brother. We here. How you doing? Man, hey, I feel the same, man. God been blessing me, been blessing us with so many opportunities, man. And just like for me, like what's on my mind right now, Bolo, is just just continue to be patient. You know what I'm saying? Like Ooh. patient is the word that's been floating in my head, man. I wanted to bring it to the porch, man. So like whatever you you going through right now, the journey, I know it's tough. I know you're mm-hmm. trying to focus on that end goal at the end and, and, and that, that, that sunlight at the end of the tunnel. But it's really beauty in the struggle. It's really beauty in that journey. And when you get to that end goal, you're going to be looking back and laughing about the moments and the steps it took to get to that point. And you're going to be wanting more. Right. You're going to be talking about the old days and how you wish you was back then. So I'm trying to be more patient and not so worried about where I'm trying to get to and, and be thankful for where I'm at because where I'm at mm. is further than I used to be. That's all I wanted to say, Bolo. Damn. Come on, man. You know what? Something is so crazy, bro. I was thinking about this all week, bro. You said it's beauty in the struggle, bro. You know why there is true beauty in the struggle? Mm-mm. There's true beauty in the struggle because only you know what the true success will look like. Mm, so, niggas, you know, we be grinding. We get into it, boom, boom, boom. But only we see the finish line. People who watching, they don't see what we see. You know what I'm saying? So that's why they define it as true beauty in the struggle because only we can see what that true finish line look like. So... It is true. It's it's true, man. It's true. Yes, sir, Beauty in the struggle, ugliness in the success. Come on now. Who who do you is? J. Cole, boy. I'm about to, I'm oh, about to roast you world. on the porch. <laughs> Shout out to J. Cole. <laughs> we didn't get J. Cole on the porch, man. Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season. Everything from pro and college basketball to UFC slash MMA and much, much more. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. With live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable, Bet Online is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. Head on over to our website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V, believe, to receive your rewards. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. Now back to the porch. 
And speaking about beauty and the struggle, I was struggling a little earlier today before I hopped on the porch. You see what I got on, man? We both rocking that LFT. I got on that LFT original hoodie, but that's not what I'm talking about right now. I'm talking about that work that I just put in. I just came from the gym. I've been sweating. Mm. I did a full body workout. I did my deep split squats. I did my uh, uh, my pull-ups, my dips, bench press. I hit 315 for one. Ugh, lightweight. Leg is this <laughs> leg curls. And you know what really gave me that fuel and that energy and everything I needed to prepare for that hard workout? Rain body fuel. I'm talking about, yeah, the best drink to Ooh. prepare for your workout. You need that energy. You need that plant-based energy. You need all your electrolytes. You need all your healthy protein, all your healthy caffeine, no added sugar, zero added sugar. No sugar? To, they ain't give you no diabetes, but don't let that fool you, though, mm -hmm. Bolo. Because there ain't no added sugar. The flavor's still there because the one I had today was that grape. Oh, man, you know I right. love that grape. I ain't trying to be a stereotype. I know I'm a black man, but I'm going to keep it Come real. I, I love me some grape. <laughs> and they got this good. Let me look it up real quick because I had the flavor right here. Yes, yeah, that zero sugar, high fructose corn syrup. Harvest grape is the proper name. Oh, my God. If you ain't had that rain body fuel, what rain is body you fuel? Rain. And I ain't talking about rain. I'm talking about like purple rain, purple, purple rain. rain. I'm talking about R-E-I-G-N rain. So, man, mm -hmm. you got to work out. You're trying to get, get to it, man. Don't put anything in your body. You don't put any type of liquids in your car. You don't put bad gas in your car, do you? So why would you put bad fuel into mm -hmm. your body, man? Get mm -hmm. that rain body fuel. This is not even an ad, y'all. I'm just keeping it real with you. When I like a product and a product make me feel good inside and out, I got to shout them out. So shout out to rain body fuel. Hey man, get your drink. Rain body fuel. <laughs> What's it called again, Bolo? Rain body fuel. Come on now. Purple rain. Purple, Purple rain. Legendary, man. That's Fucking for your time, classic, Bolo. Man. That's for your time. Way before my time. But somehow it's, it, it just came to my generation and still still is a classic. So yeah, you can't knock, can't knock me for, you know, fucking with Prince, man. Shout out to Prince, man. Shout Fucking Prince, legend. Man. Legend, man. And speaking of a legend, LeBron James. And my Lakers got swept in the Western Conference Finals. First of all, before we yeah. go in, got to shout out the Lakers. I did not think they were going to make it this far in the first place. Obviously, I mean, the way the season was going for a while, didn't even look like we was going to make the playoffs, you know what I'm saying, let alone make it all the way to the Western Conference Finals. So shout out to the Lakers, shout out to Rob Palenka, shout out to the entire organization for making the proper trades and getting the proper role players to make a run. But – when you're part of the Lakers organization, it's all about giving rings. It's all about championships. It's Feeling all about, high. come on now. It ain't no Feeling participation high. trophy. It ain't none of that. You either win a ring or you took an L. And we took a big L. We got swept. Um, as a Lakers fan, I think it was embarrassing. But I want to ask you before I go in, do you think that getting swept actually affects LeBron's legacy? Uh, I think I think this late in his career it does. Um... Now, it's tough being the goat, and I'm calling I'm calling LeBron the goat because LeBron is the goat. He is the all time scoring leader. Um, he has played for three organizations and won a championship at all three organizations. Um, he's done a lot for the sport of basketball, and he's 38 years old, right? So um, I'm not curating excuses for him, but at the same time, um, I think he definitely deserves his just due. And, you know, I think the world just kind of turned their back on him yesterday, um, you know, seeing that, that he lost. And, and you the GOAT. So if if bad things happen, you know, typically you're, you're going to fall on the sword regardless. Like you're going to be the guy that everybody's going to blame for, you know, losing the game, despite you having 30 points in the first half. Um, 
you know, oh, but yeah. at the but at the same time, um, being this late in his career, um, trying to, you know, capture so much, you know, with that small window that he has left being 38, it's just like when you're headed out the door, you want to leave on a good note, you know. So sometimes people only remember what you've done for him lately, right? So I think if he doesn't leave his career with the championship ring, then obviously this is gonna be the last thing that everybody's remember, everybody will remember is him getting swept. So mm-hmm. it's going to definitely play a big part in his career. And I can definitely see people throwing this into an argument when it comes to debate of like, who's the actual GOAT? Because people will say, so-and-so never got swept. So-and-so never got swept, right? So now this is just more of a Elmo that people will fire off when you're talking about the best player to ever play the game of basketball. So I respect that, Bo. I respect that. I mean, you start off your, your argument a little wrong by saying LeBron was the GOAT, but that's neither, that's neither here nor there. I'm a Chicago uh, guy. Look. <laughs> I, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm a little I'm a shocked. Chicago guy. Like but, 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 I'm, but I'm understanding too, though, in my generation of basketball right now, though, LeBron's my GOAT. You know what I'm saying? Like, he he goaded. He, I mean, he's he's going down. He's going to be there forever. But LeBron James, I watched this man break a scoring record. You know what I'm saying? And I watched him do a lot of things where I just feel like me personally, I just, I am more connected to LeBron because I'm able to see it and witness it and understand it at my age now versus that guy. You know, I was four, three, four years old. You know what I'm saying? So I seen highlights and people my age don't cap because you ain't see Michael Jordan on TV like that. You know what I'm saying? If you under 30 years old, you ain't really see him get down like that on the court. I really understand it at that point. So don't even cap. So I'm saying LeBron's my GOAT. You know what I mean? Even though I got love for the city and I love Jordan. So let's just make sure that that's clear for my listeners. Hey, I respect that, man. Kobe Bean Bryant's my GOAT, so we can argue about that all, all day. That's, so, that's real. But to answer the question, does getting swept hurt LeBron's legacy? I know y'all probably think I'm going to go in on LeBron, but I actually don't think it hurts his overall legacy. Yeah. But it does hurt his Lakers legacy. True. He's been with the Lakers for, I believe, this finished his fifth year, fifth season, if I'm not mistaken. Two years he missed the playoffs. Obviously, different factors. I think LeBron was hurt one year. AD was hurt one year. Nevertheless, he missed the playoffs. Three of the years, obviously, he made the playoffs. One year, they won the championship in the bubble. Some people, don't, they don't give that full credit. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm one of those guys where you control what you can control. I can't take it away from you. Everybody was in the same environment. But if I'm being real, it's not the exact same as a regular like championship with fans, fans and things like that, and, travel yeah. and all that. But again, it's not LeBron's fault. So he did he did his job, got a ring. Kudos to you, kudos to the Lakers. The next year in the playoffs, you got eliminated, I want to say, in the first round by the Phoenix Suns. And then this year you get swept by the Denver Nuggets. Now listen, the Nuggets, is, that's a bad team right there. When I say bad, bad I mean boys. bad, like good, some like great. Boys, man. We all slept on the Nuggets. Even though they were a number one seed, None of us really, really believed in the Nuggets, unless you're from Denver and you're already a Nuggets fan. A lot of people was like, listen, they've been good for years, but in the playoffs, they got to prove it. We all said the same thing. So we slept on the Nuggets, and they've been proving us wrong the whole entire playoff run. And shout out to them. But to get swept with, with the purple and gold on in the Western Conference Finals, I don't think the Lakers have been swept in the Western Conference Finals since like the 90s. Mm. It's the 90s. So it's like you couldn't get one win in. You the GOAT. You couldn't muster out one win. And I get it. Last night, you know, game four, he balled out in the first half. I think it was like 31 points in the first half. But in the second half, 
understandably, he's 38. That tank ran out of gas. He ended up with like 40 yeah. points, but he got really he quiet in the second half. He didn't he didn't even come out of the game in the first half. He didn't. Um he didn't, bro. Like so he played. I, I don't really know the coaching behind that. Well, I mean, bro, they're down 3-0. It's like like we we, we don't have time. Like you oh, gotta play. Give it, give, you, give it your all. You got yeah. to. It's winner go home. You know, I'm sure LeBron, who's I mean, a competitor, would it, would it be, to stay would it be in. different if it would it be different if they won four one? If they won at least one time, would that change the whole scope of the conversation? It would be, bro. Yes, I ain't gonna lie. I know it seems crazy, like it's one game and all that, but it's, it, like a gentleman sweep looks a lot better than just getting swept. Just like just yeah, just boom, 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 boom. Get your ass kicked all throughout the door. You know what I'm saying? So it's just a bad look. You know what I mean? When you have the purple and gold on, and when expectations are very high, and LeBron put his expectations on himself. He said in a post post game conference that listen, I'm at a point in my career where I'm not I'm not excited to play in conference finals. I'm all about playing for championships. So if I'm not playing for championships, I'm going to be upset. So shout out to him for taking ownership and admitting that this was a failure. So, again, he's been in the league for 20 years. I don't think anything at this point is going to truly negatively affect his overall legacy because I believe wherever you have LeBron at is where you have LeBron at. I have him as at number three, you know, all time. I, I don't really see... In, like my top five list right now is Jordan, Kobe, LeBron, Kareem, Magic. So Kareem and Magic can't pass mm-hmm. LeBron up. They're four and five. They can't. They, they, they and they've already retired, so they can't pass him up. So I don't really know what he could do to really, you know, drop down spot because we already have twenty years of information, twenty years of facts, yeah. twenty years of greatness. So getting swept at this point isn't going to tarnish that. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, winning a final could improve him. And I do yeah. think, and I'll, it's my first time I think saying this, maybe on the publicly on a podcast. If LeBron would have won the finals this year, I would have. I would have. Well, he been Hall of Fame. He been all well, that. No, I'm talking about. I'm talking about for the Lakers though. He would have. He would have definitely got. He won two. Cha- it would have been two championships. You know what I mean for the Lakers. So you would. You would have had to hang his jersey up too. Oh, I agree with that. No, I agree with that 100. Like probably the statue out front, the, the whole nine. But what I was going to say though, if LeBron would have won a championship this year. I would have put him in front of Kobe Bryant. And you know, y'all know how much I love Kobe. You know, like, and I've been anti-LeBron just my whole life because his fans get on my damn nerves. But I have to be real. I have to, when I'm watching sports, I'm a part of the sports. I've been I've been doing this my whole life. And you know what I mean? I gotta, I gotta watch the game and be honest. And with the fifth ring and with all the other accolades and records he's broken and the way this season went and the help that he that he had on his team that, that was like, you know, it wasn't nothing. It's not a super team at all. So to win a championship this year, I would have had to put him, put him in front of Bean. So to, in summary, I think he had a lot to gain and 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 and, a, and little to really lose. You know what I mean? So yeah, I agree. I, I don't agree. know, man. I don't know, man. The ceiling is so high, man. So it's like you know, even if he falls short and it still looks good on paper, I mean, to him and even to us, like you know, it's a failure. You know, so. I think it's always going to be tough on LeBron if he don't win a championship just because he yeah. set the bar that high. So yeah. when you're when you're rated as like a goat, that's just that's just is what it is. That's, it comes you with it. I mean? Come it with just, it. it. You fall on the sword and got to live with it and either come back or you know. But I believe he'll come back. All that retirement shit. I think it's cap. It's more of a plea of like give me the help that I need. Um, you know, it's kind of one of those threats that he's making. Like he made like one of those threats to <clears throat> to to the organization. Like, here's my demands, or I'm I'm retiring. So that's that. 
You know what I think might happen though? Like, I could see him pulling like an Aaron Rodgers or like a Brett Favre, where like the, a large part of the offseason, he's kind of like, oh, I'm just figuring things out, spending time with the family. And like he's he's missing, you know, I don't know what they call it in basketball, but like OTAs, and he's missing all like all those little early workouts, or whatever. And then like around last minute, he's like, all right, I'm gonna go ahead and play. And he just he just strap it up and he goes he goes ahead and plays for the season. I know LeBron loves the game too much to just not play. And right. I know he don't want his career to end this way. And he admitted too many times that his goal is to play with Bronny. Bronny's right. about to go to USC this next year. Hopefully in a perfect world, Bronny balls out as a freshman. And then he plays well enough to where he's able to get drafted the next year. And then LeBron can end his career playing with Bronny, assuming that the Lakers draft him or he's he's in position to go wherever Bronny gets drafted by. So it's hard for me to believe that he's going to really, really retire. But at the same time, man, I've I seen it. LeBron, he ain't he ain't the same. Like, he's definitely slowed down. During the playoffs, he had to pick and choose when he could turn it on, when he had to turn it off. It's not like back in the day where he can just go all the way. Even how the game ended, you know, uh, the other night. Like, he passing the ball. Like, he didn't, he didn't really have the energy to get to the basket. And again, I get it. He's 38. I get it. But at the end of the day, he's still playing at a pretty high level. So from a yeah. fan standpoint, from an analyst standpoint, we're still going to judge him with a similar judgment, similar style that we've given him his entire career. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Now, like nice. once a player gets hurt, like for example, when Kobe tore his Achilles against the Golden State Warriors, the rest of his career, we ain't really judging for it. Because it was like, all right, he's done now. Like he's done. But that, that was year 17 when he tore his Achilles. Year 17, he was getting judged like the same way he's supposed to get judged. Like, we don't care if you old. At the end of the day, you still Kobe because you're still showing that that skill set, that skill level. But once he got hurt, it was like, all right, like, he just, like, he don't he don't have it no more. We basically was like, we took that 17-year mm -hmm. span of him being healthy or whatever and used that to judge him, not the last couple of years. We don't judge Jordan by his wizard years. We don't do, we don't do that at all. at all. You know what I'm saying? I so I remember the <laughs> wizard years. You know what I mean? So Right. Same thing there, man. But enough talking about LeBron, man. You got to, you know, we got to talk about the East real quick. Jimmy Buckets been Jimmy getting B. the job done, man. Mm, they're they're mm, actually mm. playing right now. I got the TV on, man. Miami's up, you know, in the third quarter. I think I think they're about to go ahead and sweep Boston. Um, Tell me this. What's your opinion on how Jimmy Butler been playing this entire playoffs, bro? Bro, you know what, bro? It's, a, it's amazing to see Jimmy Butler play because he's making players around him better. Right. Um, what I mean by that is he's been going off the entire playoffs. I think um, game three, I want to say um, he only had maybe 15, 17 points, but there were a, 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 a quite a few players off the bench that collectively had over about 60 points. Well, yeah, they, they kicked, they kicked Boston ass. So that that's why you know he, had, he didn't so, need that 15. <laughs> he didn't have a 30 point game. No, you know no, I'm, no, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying when you, when you're so good at it to a point where you're getting double and, and now other players have to step up and knock down shots and that's building confidence. Then you're allowing the people around you to be good because when you get to the championship, you know, you're going to need those type of players to be able to make, make those type of shots and, and knock down those shots when it comes time to, really you know get into it because um you know you think about even the lakers like not to you know bounce back to them but it was a time where they couldn't even hit the three you know what i'm saying they were they were bad as far as percentage wise behind the three point line and you know seeing the the uh the heat you know not blink an eye and just you know what i mean knock them down is is something that they're going to need you know um down the stretch to potentially take a championship team um you know, in the golden, get in the nuggets, you know, take the nuggets down. But I, I will say, though, mm. um, you know, to answer your question, I think Jimmy Butler is 
proving everybody, you know, wrong as far as like him being a superstar, like him literally changing, um, you know, teams and, and being able to play at a high level and talk his shit and just play how he wants to play. Yeah, I agree 100%, man. Jane Butler just a dog, bro. He just, just epitomizes a dog. And he just grinds. Just a hustler. He ain't the, he, he remind me of myself. I'm not even trying to be funny. This, when I think about my sports <laughs> career, like I was a guy, I wasn't always the fastest. I was, I wasn't the strongest. I wasn't the biggest. I wasn't the quickest. I wasn't even the smartest, but I was one of the hardest workers on the field, on the court, in right. the classroom. He was not about to outwork me. And everything I got was earn not given and that's how i see with jimmy butler bro like even this whole story you know going juco not getting no major mm. scholarships having to transfer over to marquette getting drafted being a role player with the bulls moving around you know like so much chaos but now you see him just being that leader finding the right team and shout out to eric spostra shout out to, to the miami heat organization man for just creating that culture there with miami when you go there man that, that you gotta you gotta be in shape you got to play hard. You're going to play defense. And that's just the Miami Heat culture, man. And just seeing Jimmy Butler be the face of them is the perfect leader, the perfect representation. And I really, man, Jimmy Butler, I've been looking for a new favorite player. Jimmy Butler might end up being my favorite player when it's like in the league right uh, now, man. Because he's just such a dog, man. I just relate to him. He's just a, he's just a guy. He's going to put his hard hat on, his boots. He's physical. He's tough. He ain't backing down from no smoke. Nobody. No smoke. Nobody. Jimmy wants nothing all the smoke. And I just relate to it, man. And I, I appreciate it. And, uh, man, he's he, this has been – if he ends up winning the finals and finals MVP, this will be one of the greatest overall playoff performances to me in NBA history, man. So, shout out to you, Jimmy. Thanks, man. So, that's what I'm pulling for, man. You know, um, I'm pulling for the Heat. You know, obviously, they got to finish out game four. You know, they sweep the Boston Celtics, which I think is a pretty good team. But then it just kind of shows how strong they can be. Because they, I mean, you think about the Heat, they really ain't got a lot of superstars. They got Bam. They got Kyle Lowry. You know, they got um, they got two two, two of their best players uh, hurt and out, right? Um, yeah, Tyler Hero, might, he might be coming back, though, in the finals, though. It's crazy, bro, because when he got hurt in the first round, yeah, everybody was like, dang, is he out the rest, the rest of the playoffs? It's like, well, he might come back if they make the NBA finals. But it was like a joke. It was like, Miami ain't going to the damn finals. They ain't about to go that far, right? And now they're about to go that far, and Hero might be able to come back. So and that's gonna uh, be that's gonna be dangerous, bro. It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna man. be dangerous. It's gonna be crazy. But I ain't gonna lie, I don't see them being different though, because the Joker, he the best player in the world right now, man. People don't want to say it because because his game don't look pretty. You know, it look kind of ugly. His shot is, is, is he's shooting from way back here. It uh -huh. looks weird. He's kind of slow. He can't jump over a pencil. But the man is a baller. The man big baller. He's the he's the most skilled big man. Of all time. I ain't going to say in the league. He the most skilled big man of all time. He can pass. He can shoot. He can do step back. He got the three-point, the mid-range. He's the best passer for sure of all time. If you don't think mm -hmm. he's the most skilled, he's for sure the best passer. He's a triple-double machine. He's physical. He's gonna, he can post you up in the paint like the old-school game. There's nothing that he can't do, man. I just think, man, we got to get as many flowers because – Different Nuggets is not a big market, and they don't get the love that they should get. They don't get the attention they should get throughout the year. So a lot of times we didn't see that we see Yogi's stats, and we were like, okay, he's amazing game, yeah. but we don't watch the game. So right. now he's in a spotlight and seeing him dominate. He's like, like Whoa, boy, like he's dangerous, bro. I, I got a take, bro. It's so funny, bro. You probably gonna laugh at this, bro. You know who Jokic reminds me of, bro? And it's, it's probably about to be so so in left field. Oh. Tyson Fury. Only reason why I say Tyson Fury, bro, is because 
when you look at him body wise, right, he doesn't seem like the most athletic person, bro. But when you see Tyson Fury when he bobbing and weaving, bro, and he moving, he throwing punches, bro, and he looking so athletic, bro, like, like, do not judge a book by its cover. Like, that's what I mean by I can compare Jokic to Ty Tyson Fury because you can go look at that person off the street and be like, man, they not, you know, they tall. Like, that's probably it. But they can't move. They can't shoot. They can't, you know what I mean, be able to drive to the hole. Or he ain't going to be able to dodge a punch or, you know, be able to swing. But, hey, they prove us wrong. You know what I'm saying? I Every love time. That. So, I like uh I like Jokic, man. I um and I'll be honest to your point too. Like, you know, obviously he won MVP, but like I was still sleeping on him, even though he won an MVP. You know, I was still wasn't giving him his credit. But, you know, seeing him, you know, this year in the playoffs, man, really balling and, you know, make shots, you know, behind the perimeter, underneath the basket, you know, make moves, set picks, you know, get guys open, man. He's doing a lot on the court, bro. And he's responsible for a lot of the points that are uh, you know, taking place on the on the court for the Nuggets. So shout out to Jokic. And his brothers don't be playing either, bro. They about his that, bro. Low. They about that. I be they, seeing them in the stands. They be on that. They be wanting all the smoke with everybody. They like, I ain't no telling. I ain't, you know, I ain't no telling what they got going on back, back in the back in the country. You know what I mean, oh, I ain't damn. gonna, I, I ain't gonna, I ain't no. We gonna talk about snitching a little bit later on. So I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna put no energy out there or try to assume or guess. But this, <laughs> all I'm gonna say is this: Don't mess with the Jokic brothers. That's all I'm gonna say about that, man. So don't mess shout with the Jokic brothers, man. We got, we got an exciting Dang. finals coming up, though, man, with, with the Joker and Butler. But I'm ready to pivot over to our next topic, and you you made it a perfect transition. You brought up Tyson Fury. So let's talk about a little, a little bit of boxing. Devin Haney and Vasily Lomachenko just had one of the best fights I've seen in a long time. Went 12 rounds back and forth throughout the fight. Controversial decision. Devin Haney won by unanimous yeah. decision, which means all three judges – Picked Devin Haney to win. Even one judge had the scorecard 116-112, which in, 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 in like sports terms and basketball terms, that's like you just getting your ass kicked, like, like right. a 20-point win. You know what I'm saying? So it's like the fact that someone sold the fight that way, a judge saw the fight that way, had people on Twitter, online, people at the fight going crazy, man. I talked to uh my guy Steve Kim. He's a boxing analyst. Uh, over on the on the other show I do, uh, Coach JB show morning show man, make sure I tune in. Had Steve Kim on, and he was at mm. the fight, and he said, "Man, when they made the, the decision, it was the most booze he's heard for a winner in like a long time since like the Triple G fight. Uh, uh, I think when he fought, uh, who did he fight? I can't remember who he was. But it was like a couple years ago. Triple G fought, fought Canelo. Excuse me, like that was the most mm. booze he's heard since then, and that, it's been a few years since that fight. Uh, from the first one, so." A lot of people disagree with the decision, and I'm one of them. I think Lomachenko won the Ooh. fight. At the end of the day, Max Kellerman, he, he said it first. This is one of his things he goes by, and I think it's beautiful. When you watch a boxing match and you want to know who won, you ask yourself this question. Which fighter would you rather be? I would rather be Lomachenko. Why? Because he took less punishment. He dished out more punishment. He was more active. He threw more punches. He landed more. Now, Devin was a little bit more efficient, but in a fight, I don't care about no efficiency. If I throw more and I hit you more, you throw less. So by percentage, you have, you, you you know, you had a higher percentage. That don't yeah. matter. I've hurt you more. I hurt you more. I was more, I was a more active guy. And Lomachenko, although he was a smaller fighter, he was controlling the fight. He was controlling the pace, the tempo. The first half of the fight, I would say Haney 
might have won like let's say four two or it was so tight that Bolo it was a couple rounds where it was like it could it could have went either way. But mm-hmm. on the back half, Lomachenko was eating him up, bro. I'm telling you, he was he was more physical. It was I think it was like round uh maybe ten I want to say where uh Lomachenko was a moment where I'm like hey, he might get Haney down because like Haney Haney got a little wild before a second, you know what I mean? So I don't know. I feel like maybe I'm watching a different fight. People saying you know Lomachenko got robbed. You know, but listen, shout out to Haney. You know, he is undefeated. He did he did what he's supposed to do. He can't control what the judges say. But I just feel bad for Lomachenko, who, who's a veteran. You saw him crying after the fight because it yeah, meant so much. That. His dream, Bolo, was to beat the undisputed champion. And the fact that he went out there, put on that performance, and felt like he won, and a lot of people think he did win. And for him to get snubbed like that, man, just a bad feeling. Yeah, he's not going to get a rematch. So it's like, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. It just, it, it just sucks to see it. Uh, but on the bright side, man, I do think it's it's setting up for another major fight. And I'm hoping we don't know what Devin Haney's gonna do. He might move up in weight class. I don't know. But Shakur Stevenson. Shakur Stevenson is a bad, bad man. Bad bad man. man. He's more athletic than Devin. He's quicker mm-hmm. than Devin. He has way more punching power than Devin. He's just as smart. If they fight, I'm calling it right now. Shakur is winning by too. KO. He's, he's going to knock his ass out, Bolo, I'm telling you. Because Devin Haney, he fights safe, he fights smart. Shakur can do that too, but he also got a fucking left hand and a right yeah, hand. Yeah, he's coming with that power. Yeah, it's a fact. You know what I mean? And I love after the fight, man, like he came to the ring hoping that, you know, Haney would call him out, do a face-to-face. But Haney and the whole family, the whole camp cut out, you know what I'm saying, early. Shakur, you know, he's like, listen, I don't know if they got... Man, want I think, that smoke. I think he said, I think he said uh, right they now. got scared a little bit. It was something yeah, like that, that he said, right so... Now. Uh, they don't want it right now, bro. Especially seeing that, and it was a minute for now. I was hearing a lot of people who are professionals, you know, on the boxing side, said that. Um, even Crawford said that he was like, you know, I love Haney the way he boxed, but he kind of got exposed a little bit um, in in a lot of different areas. So, you know, even they were throwing out the tank, the tank fight. I'm like, and they like, yeah, at first, you know, that may be a good fight, but like now after seeing, you know, the fight, uh, um, you know, last weekend, it's like, mm, you 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 probably not ready for a tank yet. Um, right. So you got to go back to the drawing board. So we'll the problem see. is because Lomachenko was hitting him so much. It was like, if you let Tank that's, hit you that much, it's a wrap. It's over. <laughs> that's baby Mike Tyson over there. You know like, I mean? he blowing through your spot. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, man, man, man. Bad boy. We gonna, I'm excited, though, man. Boxing like is boxing, back. Man. Boxing is back. I was about to say. It is so many big fights. And the one that I've been waiting for for years, Bolo, I want to cry right now just thinking about it. You mentioned it. Terrence Crawford, Errol Spence Jr., Vegas, mm. July 29th. I'm going. But are we oh, going damn. or what? Are we, we going to, or we what? We need to pull up. I'm, we need to pull up. We need to figure out how to pull up. We kind of need to be trying to pull up right now for real because the shit about to be sold out here in the next month or so. That's about flights already, right now. We're already heading in June. That's about flights right now. The tickets probably ain't sold yet. They probably going to put tickets out this Friday. We got to be on it, bro. We going to go there live. We're going to bring the wives with us. Spend a full weekend. Do the porch live. I'm going to bring my video arc for out. We're going to go to the MGM. Do a live fucking episode. Bring some mics. Do some man on the street porch shit. We're going to go to the fight, nigga, and turn up. Errol Spence Jr., mm-hmm. Terrence Crawford. Terrence Crawford. I'm going with Errol Spence, bro. I'm, I'm going to tell you right TC. now. I'm going with TC, y'all. Why you going with TC? Explain man, why. I, I just, I, man, like, I just think I, I'm a fan of Terrence Crawford. I like Errol Spence, though. I love him. I love him. But I, I'm a fan of both of them. I'll just say that. But um, I just think he's he's like the the big brother, uh, mm. you know, at this point right now. And 
I think it'll it'll be a great matchup. But as far as being smart, uh, making the right moves, I think I think Terrence uh, he he'll end up you know he'll end up making the right the right punches, the right plays to you know obviously it'll go it'll go to full length. I don't think nobody's getting knocked out, but I just think that Terrence Crawford will pull it out, bro. So no shade to Arrow though. I think Arrow he that dude. He definitely that dude. And I ain't gonna cap. So they both they really both them dudes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I facts. hate you. You gotta pick one. I'm I'm going with Arrow though. I think Arrow is slightly more skilled, and I agree with you. I don't mm-hmm. think it's only thing's gonna end in the knockout. So I think it's gonna be a decision. And I just think that Arrow's decision making in that ring, the preciseness, his reach, his jab is amazing. Mm-hmm. I just think that with with, with his skill set, I think he, he he can win a decision. But I do think Terrence Crawford has a stronger punching power. I think Crawford has the ability to get him out of there. But Earl Spence got a chin, man. Like he's shown that he could take a punch. He's shown that you know he can go toe to toe. He 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 can he can he can outbox you. He can out physical you and rough you up. Like whatever type mm-hmm. of fight you want to have, Earl Spence has shown you can do that. Not saying Terrence hasn't shown it, but that's what makes this fight so intriguing because both fighters have shown a full scope of of fighting ability and skill set. So I'm like, bro, right. I've been talking about this fight for so long. You know you know what it is, but I've been bringing it up. I'm telling you, I'm going regardless, but I would love for my brother Bolo to pull up with me, man. Bring our wives, bring the kids, bring whoever. Let's go, Bolo. Let's do it, yeah, Bolo. Yeah, e, July 29th, it's going down. Oh, now. It's going down, I know man. you coach and tell the kids, man, get the kids the week off, man, but before the season get going, <laughs> let them rest, you know what I mean? Oh, Orientation week, whatever you want to call it, bro. So, Hell yeah. Definitely want to hear from the Ports family, though, what they think, you know, about the fight. Let us know in the chat. If you watch this on social media, comment under, below. This, if you on caffeine, who you got, Terrence Crawford or Errol Spence Jr., man? If you're going to be at the fight, hit your boy up because I'm going to be there. I don't know going to be there. I'm going to be <laughs> there. I'm going to be there in spirit. I ain't talking about the flight, but I'll be there in spirit. Oh, man. I love it. I love it, man. But, man, that that's it for the sports talk, man. I think it's time to transition to some sports news, Bolo, man. So much has went down over the so last, like, week or two. A couple days. So weeks. many topics, bro. So I'm just excited to hear from you, man. What do you bro, think? No what fire, do you got man. for us for sports news today, Bolo? So, y'all, in sports news, y'all, we got a couple things, y'all. So we're going to start off with Ruby, bro. Y'all been watching online. Ruby Rose says that she likes men who don't like her back. And when they do, she becomes uninterested. So I guess what's your thought on this? Because I don't understand it, women. Um, You guys say chivalry is dead, right? Um, There's no more good good men out here. But then people like Ruby Rose speaks, um, you know, on behalf of, um, you know, women and say like, hey, I, I do like when people are mean to me. But then when they're nice to me, then... You know, I'm not interested in them anymore. So what 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 is what is your thoughts? What is your feeling? Like women, what do y'all want? Cause it's confusing to a lot of these brothers out here. What you think about that, D What you really want from a nigga? Somebody let me know. Bro, I don't know. I don't Ruby Rose, what are you talking about? You like when somebody don't like you. And as soon as they start liking you, you stop liking them. If that ain't a mind fuck, I don't know what it is. I hope I hope she's playing around and this is just clickbait because I, I need more context, Ruby Rose. I don't understand. So if a guy wants to be with you, what's the game plan? Like, should he just be like, just be an ass to you? Be disrespectful? I really, I really like you. Fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Like, make it make sense. I just hope that there's no other women, no other woman out here, you know, looking at that as, 
I want to be like her. I want to, I want to, I want to mimic the exact things that she's doing because I'm going to tell you right now, ladies, you're going to be single forever Mm. and you're going to get dog forever. All right. Cause I know y'all say men ain't shit, but if you let a guy treat you like shit, he ain't going to never treat you good. He always going to treat you like shit. Mm. I'm just letting you know. And that's coming from a guy. So real game right there, man. Real rap, real game. Keep it, keeping it a beam, man. But nah, like. I just think it's I just think it's weird. I really just want, I wish I could have her on the porch and just get more context because like I'm really in disbelief. That's that's my initial feeling, my, my my reaction. It's like, what do you want a man to do then? What do you want him like I like should I like you're gonna be single your whole life then if you want a guy to not treat you well to not like you. I mean, I yeah. get like playing hard to get a little bit. I, I understand how that like the the they're fun. Uh, in the chase, you know, when you're trying to right. get something or something or somebody's trying to get you, that part can be fun. But at some point, you got to be an adult and you got to actually be in the relationship. And at that point, as a woman, you want to be respected. You want to be liked. You want to be, you know what I'm saying? So I just don't understand that, Ruby. And I got a question for all the ladies listening in. Is this how y'all really feel? Is this how y'all really get down? Or is this like a Ruby Rose-specific trait? Let us know because I'm confused as hell. Bro, you know what, though? I, I will say, though, I, I, I do have a couple um, female friends and you know how you just try to put them on, whatever, whatever. And I've had heard a few situations where women have says like, yeah, he he cool and all, but he too nice. I have I, heard that. I, I have heard that. So I don't know if she means it like that. Like, you know, hey, like he he really too nice. Like I kind of like sometimes, you know, people who are a little rough around the edges or whatever. Um, kind of kind of goes with that uh that ugly, cute thing that that women talk about a lot too. It kind of plays a factor, like, you know, they don't want somebody. You know, and the world is different now. You know, obviously people love, some women love coming home, getting your feet rubbed. And, you know, people love like the nice text messages and I'm thinking about you. But there's women out here who really don't like that shit. Like, you know, don't be telling me all about, you know, rose petals and rubbing your back and rubbing your feet and all that shit. Like some women don't want to hear that nice shit. So, right. I mean, I guess it's teach his own, you know, but, you know, like I said, you set the expectations for yourself. So if you if you have those low standards, and you get in this situation with somebody, don't expect them to change anything, you know, once you get in that, get in that, in that relationship, because the bar is already set. So that's going to be that. Right, man. I, that's a fact. But I, I, I was just say this, Bolo. I'm just happy that I'm not a single man during this time, bro, Amen. during this age. Cause I just, crazy, I wouldn't know what to do, what move to make, how to approach you. Should I be nice? Should I disrespect I you? Like, I don't know what to do, man. So, mm, hey, mm, all the mm. single brothers out there, man, I feel for you. With y'all. I'm with, with y'all on the porch. Mm, mm, Keep mm. trying. It's somebody out there, but it probably ain't Ruby Rose. <laughs> hey, so funny, bro. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a throw a twist in here today, bro. Since we, we both married men, right? So, most recently, I seen on social media, right, a guy get on there, said he grabbed his homeboy in the club because he was married, but he was talking to other women in the club. Mm, okay yeah, like, no I, he was like i pay i pay for the wedding so you ain't about to be out here you know cheating and doing all that woo, woo, wop the woo and everything like that right. so you in the club whatever whatever you know what i mean you got your boy over there in the cut like he may be just doing his thing or he may just be having a, a general conversation like do you plug yourself and insert yourself in or do you just kind of let let go of what what's going on listen, what you doing man, listen that's a grown-ass man over there Grown ass man. Grown ass man with grown ass decisions. And you know the decisions you make is gonna be certain consequences behind those decisions, one way or another. You you know you married. I, I I'm your homie. I ain't your daddy. 
You know what I'm saying? It's not, I'm not my responsibility to, to, to pull you from that and, and whatever. You know exactly what you're doing. I don't need to, I don't need to, you know what I'm saying? So if you out there, you out the bang, then, then hey, that's, that's up to you. It's not my oh, job. Dude, that's your loss. I got, had a, I, I got enough on my plate, Bolo. I got enough trying to, you know, keep, keep my marriage together, keep my wife happy, pay for my, pay these bills, these lights, this Wi Fi, this ramp, you know, cut these clips at work and, and, and keep them happy at work and do my podcast. I got enough going on in my life. I ain't got time to to to, to keep you from, from doing your dirt, your potential dirt or whatever you might be doing. My name yeah. Bennett and I ain't in it. That's a fact. Like I ain't I ain't on the union. I ain't signed up for it. But I will say though, you know what I mean? Real nigga activity. Okay. Real nigga activity. Okay. I it depends on what type of situation it is. If you out here looking crazy, like I'm gonna have to insert myself and be like, bro, you need to chill. Like I'm gonna, you know what I'm saying? Just like how we how we always say, like, I'm going to have to call a nigga out, you know, when I'm going to have to call him out. You know what I'm saying? Right. But, um, yeah, man, it's, it was funny when he said that because it got a lot of reactions out of people. And, of course, the women went crazy in the comments when they was like, that's what you need. That's how it go and stuff like that. But it's it's just funny how the shit just be so, like, the double standard just be there all the time. Because, you know, women get hit on all the time, bro. And they have those conversations in the club and whatever. But I just think when you're married, though, I think it's still cool to have a conversation with people, though. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, no, for sure, you know, it's, bro. It's, yeah, it's, I, I got female friends that. and stuff. Like, you got to yeah. think, you go to work, you're going gonna to be women, there's going to be men there. I'm supposed to, like, not talk to the women and not be cool with them because, like, I, I'm married? now. Nah, like, I'm going to to the homegirl wedding. Me and wifey going uh, to my homegirl, Shay. Her and Trey getting married uh, out in Connecticut in June. Shout out to y'all, man. And yeah, we like that's the homegirl. Like it ain't no funny business, nothing like that. It's like we human. You're gonna have human nice. and interaction. That that that's another reason why I'm saying, like, yeah, if I saw the homie talking to a woman, I'm not gonna just assume their own BS. Like just because you talk right, to a woman, don't right, mean you facts. over there doing stuff. So it's not my business to go over there and exactly. jump in and be, hey, 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 what are you doing? Like, nah, mm -hmm. bro, like he grown. Whatever the conversation they having, I'm gonna assume the best. I'm I'm glass half full. I don't I don't assume the worst. So they, they could be talking about business and how to get some some brand sponsorships for the porch and get this money going? I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> no, for real. So hey, hey so we definitely want to figure out what y'all what y'all think about both of those, man. Because it's really funny because how how people think. Because there's a lot of mixed comments um, that I was reading when I, I actually seen that post. So um, in other porch news, y'all getting into this. So obviously, we just most recently heard about a family member, um, family members of a deceased man. Uh, they issued a P PSA that uh, his girlfriend and his side piece cannot attend the funeral because they cut up all weekend on Twitter about who he really loved. All right. So Porsche family, we got to ask you if you were married, right. And your significant other, right. Your husband or your wife dies, right. Can the baby mama, can the side chick, can the baby daddy or the side dude come to the wedding? I mean, come to the funeral. I'm sorry. This is the wedding, boy. I'm like, sheesh. Mm. I mean, come to the funeral. Oh, man. That's such a complicated, like, question right there. I'm going to say, yeah. You know why? Okay. Because a funeral, it's not about the people who are alive. It's about the person who's gone. Mm. And whether we like it or not, those side pieces, that side dude, side girl, whatever, they were a part of that man or woman who's no longer here, their lives. And they, they were youthful. They liked them. They loved them. Maybe they, they, whatever it was, they were important enough to where that side piece felt like they should be at their funeral. 
which means right. they have whatever type of relationship they should have. So I understand the emotions and the, the wife or the husband might feel weird about it. Trust me, I would feel very uncomfortable. I'm like, I, I, I'm saying this verbally, but if I was in mm-hmm. a position, I probably wouldn't, be, wouldn't want it to happen or I wouldn't be trying to allow it to happen. But coming in from a non-emotional standpoint, it's not about the people who are living. It's about the person who's gone. So that's if, that's, if that's what they want, want there, then hey. Let me you know there. what, bro? That's a, that's a hell of an answer, bro. I really appreciate that, bro, because at the end of the day, like, that person is no longer here. You know what I mean? Y'all crying over spilt milk. Y'all arguing over spilt milk. Like, it ain't like this person is going to be here to defend whoever, um, you know, side they may be on. And it's about the impact, you yeah. know, that uh, you had on that person's life. And you was a part of that person's life and, you know, you meant something to them. I think, it, I think the respect should be you know, given to those, to those individuals and for allowing them to come. Um, but you can't just be doing all that crazy shit though, like falling over casting and shit, falling out and everything like that. You still got to yeah. respect, you know, the family and, you know, obviously the widow, the widowed, um, and stuff like that, man. So it's, it's funny because I always see situations where like so-and-so wasn't invited to the funeral. Um, and I'm like, damn, that's always a tough thing for the person who probably really loved that, that individual that can't come to the funeral. So it's crazy. Yeah, man, it's crazy. It, it gets messy. I would say this, man. Get get you a wheel. Get you get you a wheel. Get, get you know, write, write you a out. note or something. Get everything written out. Say, hey, I want I want I want my side piece one there. I want my side piece two there. I want <laughs> my, my baby, baby mama. Baby mama. The, the, the baby mama ain't really a side piece. The baby mama gotta be there. Like yeah, that's the your baby mama. Yeah, that's your true. kid mama or your baby that your kid daddy. Like they they gotta be there. Yeah, but it'd be drama to, too. To support the kid though, more than anything, because the kid just lost the parents. Facts. That's a fact. You gotta put the kid first. You know what I mean? That's so a fact. that's a fact. You know, put all the emotions aside, man, and, and just you know worry about the main thing, man. It's the person that's gone. You know what I mean? There's nothing you can do about it. If he cheated, she cheated. It's a, it's a wrap. Like it's already. Like, what you gonna do? Yeah. Yell at him. Yell, yell, yell at his skin. Like the spirit is gone. I don't. I mean, it's what yeah, it is. Yelling so. at the flesh, the shell. At, at the flesh. So. Ain't no point in doing that, my brother. Ain't no point in doing that. Absolutely, so. man. So definitely want to hear what y'all think in the comments, man. Is the uh side chick, side dude allowed at the funeral? So um let us know in the comments, man. So last one here for the porch news, man. Most recently on Sunday morning, a 10-foot alligator bit off a 23-year-old man's arm. What? What bit his hell? arm off? Bit his arm off. So apparently. Um, a guy got into a pond behind a bar in Gulf Cove, Florida. And if you know, like I know, Florida. and if you live in Florida, they say if you're in a pond, you're in the lake, do not hop your ass in the water because nine times out of ten, there's alligator in that motherfucker. So this individual was behind a bar, decided to take a quick dip, and then um, a 10-foot alligator came and bit his fucking arm off and almost killed him because he couldn't swim because he was trying to save his life swimming with one arm. So... Um, I mean, what are we thinking, y'all? Like, why the fuck would you go behind a bar and go into a lake and get bit by a shark? Like, that just seemed like some shit that just is on TV. But this shit is real. Like, I'm glad he's alive, though. Yeah, but, I mean, that's the number one thing. Glad he's alive. But, you know, the thing that really caught my attention more, more than the actual alligator biting his arm was the location. You said it happened in fucking Florida. And I feel like every time something crazy happens, and we've said this multiple times, it happens where, Bolo? Florida. I'm saying if your arm get bit off, where's it going to happen at? Florida. If a girl is twerking in the middle of traffic on top of her fucking SUV, where's it going to happen at, Bolo? Florida. If somebody encrusted some hot Cheetos into a bowl of some ramen noodles, 
and put garlic black pepper and poured it on a husband's head because he cheated on her. She found out what is the location. Nine times out of ten is Florida. So I'm not even surprised, Bolo, man. It sounded crazy at first, but as soon as you said fluff, you didn't even say the rest of the O-Rider. You said fluff. I said, oh, Lord, Florida. Mm, 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 oh, my. What is wrong with you, Florida? We got homie from Florida. We got homegirl from Florida. We had people from the porch came on here from Florida. Shout out to Connie Reed from Tampa. We had a Nishali on here from Tampa. Our homeboy Ty from Florida. We got all type of people from Dr. Florida. Ty. What is wrong with y'all, Florida? Relax. You got palm Man, trees. It's sunny. What are you doing? Go to the beach and relax. Go, go chill out. Look at some we gotta, fi- we gotta we gotta figure out something, man. Something in the water out there, man. Uh, literally Florida, in the water. Florida. Alligator. Literally in the in the water. <laughs> like literally, like that is fucking crazy. Like you go in there, you wake up in the morning, you didn't know you was gonna get your fucking arm bit off by a shark. I mean by a fucking alligator. Shit, might as well be a goddamn shark. Right. Shit. Like crazy. The wildest, the wildest shit. So, man, um, shout out to people in Florida, man, for you living there. I'll already give you a couple uh uh purple purple stars or purple ribbons whatever you call it because y'all live a whole different lifestyle out there man and y'all make it through each and every day so i salute y'all definitely salute y'all man shout out to florida man it couldn't be me but i mean I, re- me. I respect you man so nah i appreciate that ball up man with the portion news i knew you was gonna come with some good ones it's been a very interesting week um moving on though to uh kind of a just a, a topic going on within our culture snitching so we know Gunna, you know, the whole story with the YSL, you know, Thug, Young Thug's in jail right now, and they're facing this Rico charge. Gunna was in jail, but video leaked a couple months ago of him uh, allegedly, to all, all our eyes, looks like he was snitching, you know, uh, on Young Thug. And recently I saw a few posts. I saw Wheezy, who produced most of Gunna's biggest songs, said he's no longer working with Gunna anymore. Lil Durk was getting interviewed and said, you know, that he hates rats, you know what I mean? So it kind of brought to my mind below just like the word snitch and just the, the how big of, of, of I guess, snitching has become and has always been within our culture. And I guess my question for you is, Bolo, just just initially, just what, what's your take on snitching? Like, and why do you think it's such a, a big no-no, a big red flag, a big, like, just negative thing that, that that's within the black culture? Uh, I think I think for us, man, I think there's a misinterpretation of what snitching actually is. Um, you know, what people naturally think is snitching is just telling on somebody. Right. Um, obviously, growing up, you you hear it all the time. Like, you know, why are you telling me like you snitching, whatever, whatever. Right. But the the biggest thing, though, in, in, in what people always say, like that cliche term of like, if you throw a rock and hide your hand. Right. And then, you know, you see somebody else do the same thing and you tell on them, then that's snitching. Right. Mm. But if you are a bystander or if you have nothing to do with a situation and in order to protect yourself because you had nothing to do with it or you was not involved in any way or form and you're speaking your truth, then that's not snitching. You know what I'm saying? So Mm. if if I'm not a part, if I'm not a part of something, never been entangled or, you know, had any type of situations and I get looped into something in some way or form. I'm not doing time for something I didn't do, even if I was if I wasn't involved with it. You know what I'm saying? I think it's only snitching if you are involved in that shit. So for Gunna, I'm like, bro, I used to watch your vlogs, dog. Like you, 
you in that you in that life just like that nigga was like you you live in that same lifestyle you doing all the same thing that that man is doing talked about it rapped about it like everything right so at that point you are in that lifestyle you are accustomed to that you, you are 10 toes into that world so whatever comes with that is what you have to take so if you are being able to um if you have to say something in order to get yourself out of trouble and throw somebody else under the bus that's pretty much at the same level with you then that's snitching it's like one of those things where people say um like to dirk's point right it's like if you know, I have a girlfriend, right? In high school, if I have, if I had a girlfriend and I go and bad mouth her to my family, right? They always gonna have that thought about her, you know, even if we cool, mm -hmm. right? So Thugger and Gunna may be cool, but the world and already got a taste of what Gunna's, what Gunna's done. So it's always gonna leave a bad taste in everybody's mouth, even if Th Thugger and Gunna is cool, you know what I'm saying? So that's just how, that's just how it's gonna be. Like, even if the world come out and, and Thug say like, man, he cool, whatever, whatever, like he did what he had to do to get out of jail. I just think people still never going to give him that respect because you were in that lifestyle. You did the same thing, bro. If you laid down and got dirty, bro, you the one who got to go down too. So that's my, that's my whole take on the snitching shit. You said that perfectly. I mean, I, I really agree with everything you said, honestly, man. Cause like, I'm, I'm the same way. Like if you're an innocent bystander, just, just uh, somebody who has does doesn't do any crime. You just so happen to be at the wrong place at the wrong, wrong time. And you so having to tell or something like I don't really look at that the same way as someone who's participating in the activity, y'all. Because we the thing when you participate in the activity, that means y'all agreed on this activity. Y'all <laughs> knew the risk. Y'all knew that you could potentially get locked up or even worse. So when the when when that happens and you get locked up, how you gonna like we agreed to this? Like your your word supposed to be bond. You know what I'm saying? Like like. Like, like, what did you want? Like, we 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 looked each other in the eye. We shook on it. We said, we're going to do this. We know it's wrong, but we're going to do it together. And if we get caught, we keep our mouth shut. So for you to tell, it's like, what? You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I it's hard to respect somebody just on, just on a level. Like, you can take snitching out. Take it back to the old days. Like, men would, we didn't have no actual physical contracts back in the days. They would look each other in the eye and shake hands. And it was a respect. Word is bond. So that's, I think, where it stems from in, in, in a sense, you know, that same energy. So that's that's the main thing. But to going back to the innocent bystander, though, that's where it gets tricky because some people don't agree with this, bro. Some people say, nah, if you tell, that's just snitching. I don't care if you're an innocent bystander. I don't care what's going on. I don't care you had nothing to do with it. That is snitching. But I'm with you. It's like, why would I go to jail for something no that for I something. have? I ain't no responsible. Like, I ain't nothing to no do. No affiliation, no gang, no nothing. Like you said, I just got caught up at the wrong place at the wrong time. And I'm completely, my hands are completely clean up everything, bro. Mm -hmm. Why am I taking a fault for something that I, I was not responsible for? If I ain't never sold drugs, if I ain't never been responsible for, you know, any organized, you know, crimes or anything like that, bro. I am not setting myself up for failure, bro, for somebody else who's clearly doing the wrong. And that's right. just me. Like, right. I don't give a fuck what people think about it, bro. Like you a goofy if you, if you ain't did shit. And you ain't a part of shit, but then you just gonna take a fall for nothing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. my thing sense. is like, bro, like, so if, if you see somebody, even like, let's throw throw an example. Let's say you're an innocent bystander, but like you outside, and you see somebody get like gunned down or something, right? Or hit by a car or just something like that, like a hit and run. Are you just supposed to just see it and just like, okay, I'm just it has nothing to do with me. I'm just gonna ignore it. I feel like right is right and wrong is wrong. Like. I like if I saw if I saw like a hit and run, somebody got hit by a car in the car, I'm gonna probably go make sure they cool or call the ambulance, call the cops or whatever. 
And it's like, my question to you is like, am I a snitch now? Or like, do I just care for, for people? I don't want to just let this person lay here and potentially die. So right, right. I think our culture, we're so big on the word snitch and what snitching is that sometimes it makes you like second guess and make you nervous to even, even in situations where you know this is help just someone. the right thing to do. You don't even want to help. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna lie, bro. I'll be hoping that I don't even see shit. Like, I don't no, even want to, like, please keep me. I don't even want to see, because don't put me in a position shit. to where mm -hmm. I even got it. Like, ah, no, I'm going to cover my eyes. Bro, when I come home, I just go straight. Like, I don't, I try not to look at nothing. It goes straight. I don't want to see shit, because there's so much going shit. on. And God, it put, it, it messes with your mom, Bolo, where you like, man, like, am I doing, is this wrong? Should I say something? If I do say something, am I snitching? Well, I don't know the whole story, so maybe I should just stay out of it. And maybe, you know what I mean? So much that goes through your head. So it's right, like, bro. he's like, I don't know. It's tough, man, but. You know, I, I agree with your overall theme that, like, at the end of the day, if you participated in the action and you tell somebody, that's snitching. If you had nothing to do with it, you're just an innocent bystander, then you, you're not a part of that life. So I can't, you have different rules. The snitching yeah. rules don't go for everybody in the whole entire world. They go for people who are in that life. So that's, that's it, what bro. it is, man, for sure. You know what I mean? Definitely, like I said, you want to hear from everybody. I feel like snitching is just such a big topic in our culture my whole entire mm -hmm. life. And it's something that I'm just really, you know, interested in too bro so absolutely um, bro another culture topic man but you know, before we kind of you know switch gears here and, 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 and get get off here i wanted to talk about this this post i seen from high school basketball player and star mikey williams so recently he came out and said that he believes that tiktok can teach you more than school can now, Bolo, we've had a ton of, like, discussions about social media, the power of it, if it's good for you, if it's bad for you, et cetera. I've got to ask you this. Do you agree with Mikey Williams? Do you believe that TikTok can teach you more than school can? Uh, it's tough, bro. It's tough. It's tough because um, for my people who watch TikTok, TikTok has gotten to a point where you can probably put in anything and figure out how to do it, how to make stuff, how to cook, how to invest. There's a lot of things. So Mikey's not totally, totally off um, from the truth as it as compared to like what the curriculum is teaching um, and what TikTok is, is having. It sounds crazy, though, but um, just by it being part, a part of social media it just makes it that much more um, just crazy for him to say um, because it's it's not a institution and it's not, you know, we're just wired, right. To think that an institution, you know, organized education is, is what's needed. Right. But I'm going to go ahead and say that um, I think a lot of people probably will learn more on TikTok than they will in school. Um, I say that because TikTok can teach you a lot of things that can just help you in life right away. Mm -hmm. um, TikTok can help you with a lot of things that can help you survive in certain areas, right? Um, it sounds so crazy, but um, from washing clothes, from folding, how to organize, right? Um, how to clean or things to buy. Um, they, these are just the, some of the, the life practices that we go through on a day-to-day -day basis um, that just teach us how to be, you know, good human beings. So if you find the right videos on TikTok, it will teach you a lot of things and, and teach you a lot of good habits on how to, you know, maybe invest or like, like I said, how to cook and, you know, school, it, it goes through its proper channels, you know, math, science, you know, social studies and, you know, all those, uh, you know, the five main courses and things like that. So I think it's good to know history. It's good to know science. It's good to know math, right? We all need to know math because we want to figure out how much money we're going to make, right? So to a certain point, 
Um, you do need school. Um, and obviously in the world we live in, especially in America, education is the biggest thing because that without that degree and that piece of paper, sometimes it does limit you in our world in just the, in just the, the smallest sense. But if we were to just get rid of that, though, um, I do think visual and being in the generation we are now, people are more receptive to learning that way than in a normal classroom. So, you know, Bo, I did not think you was going to go there. Right? I thought we was about to be on this thing arguing because I actually agree with Mikey as well. I do believe that you can learn more on TikTok than in school. But like you just listed out, I do think you still need school for the basics, just to kind of like the basic foundation of math, social mm -hmm. study, science. But for the real world stuff, how do you taxes? How, how the best way to save for a house? How to buy a house? What's the steps to buy a house? Like, I didn't learn none of that in school. School didn't teach me none, none of the of real life stuff. Like, I, I had no idea how to do my taxes my first year out of school and doing my work. I didn't had no idea the proper way to, you know, save and what an index fund was. And mm. all these things that I learned on, on like social, on YouTube videos mm. or just social media in general. Videos, man. So it's crazy. Like you say, it sounds so crazy at face value, but I do believe once you get to a certain step, like maybe after you graduate high school yeah, or even in high school around that, 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 that age, like TikTok and social media in general um, you can learn a lot. Now, the only dangerous part of that is also a lot of BS on TikTok and yeah, social it media. Is. It so is. You got to have the, the, the discernment. Credibility. Exactly. You got to have the discernment to know what's good, what's real, and what's bad. Because I, I can make a video right now and just say, uh, two plus two is five, and here's why. And, like, make somebody believe it. So it's yeah, like. That's very true. Very you know, true. You have, that's the dangerous side of it. Where in school. They're going to they gonna try to tell you what's real for the most part. I mean, teachers can make mistakes, of course, like that. But the, the intentions are always pure and not to entertain, to educate. Social media Absolutely. is used to entertain and maybe to educate. So you have to be able to have the discernment between the two. So, yeah. yeah. And, and I think and I think our world is changing more, too. Um, as crazy as this statement will sound, but I think our world is moving towards and it might have been like this, but this is just my thought. I think the world is changing to where people are more money hungry than trying to actually learn and get education. Mm. Right. So people people are more going after entrepreneurship. People are trying to chase the dollar rather than the education as opposed to, you know, back in the day, it's like the education, then the money. But now right. people are like, OK, the education probably can wait. Let me go get the money first. Right. And social media and TikTok and making videos and things like that and finding ways how to make more money and uh, do things like your way is pretty much like the wave now. It's the way of life. And a lot of people are very successful from doing it now. And people are starting to catch on to it. And it's one of those things where like, OK, who wants to go to a classroom and sit in the classroom all day for four years? going to debt and then still be, you know, not making a lot of money. Or I can just go in here, invest in, you know, TikTok, make videos or learn from people on TikTok who's making a lot of money and then potentially make more money than I ever would, even if I had a four-year degree. 100%, bro. You know, our generation is big on just being an entrepreneur, creating your it. own lane. Social media is a whole new lane that, you know, you know, we didn't really grow up in it. We kind of got it on the back end of it. Mm -hmm. So it's a new lane that these kids, young people are, are rich at like 15 and making like real living at a young age. And it's like That's the crazy reason man. you go to school is to get a good job to, to get money. money. So if I can skip that step, it's like, shoot, why, why do it? You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's the same concept as a basketball player playing one year of, of, in college and going straight to the league. It's like, I'm not great, finishing that, that degree. Only reason you finish the degree is more so because like, okay, I started it. It's like a pride thing. Or my mom mm -hmm. was big about getting a degree. So you want to do it for her. It's like accomplishing a goal. But other than that, it's like, shoot, if, if I got my basic foundation of education, 
you never stop learning when you get done with school. You can, you can nice. read on your own. You can get other educators on your own. You don't have to go to school for that. And so if I'm making money, good money elsewhere, yeah, man, I think do your thing. So, I mean, it's the old generation, they're not going to like this. The old school folks, they, they grew up where you go to school, you work for 50 years, get the pension, but times have just changed and they're going to have to get over it, man. Have to get over it, man. So. That microwave, it sounds crazy, but that microwave generation is here. People are making money and they're making it fast. Yes, sir. That's, that's what I'm trying to get to, Bolo. Trying to make it fast. Fast money, you know but, do it, but do it legally, though. But, I, but I make, I'm trying to make that fast money last. Say one more time. Trying to make that fast money last. Because sometimes that fast money go fast, but I'm trying to make that fast money last. Ooh, sometimes that fast Crazy. money go fast. I'm trying to make that fast money last. That's a bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> that boy spin, oh, Bolo. Shit. And speaking of boys, man, I want to end the show like this, man. This came to my head. Bolo, I'm putting the spotlight on you. I'm putting the pressure on you. Mm-hmm. Tell me, who's the most underrated rapper of all time? And tell us why. Wow. If you need time, let me know, because I can go first. You just put me on the fucking spot, bro. I'll put you on a... I said underrated. That means this person ain't getting enough flowers. They don't get enough love. They don't get enough talk. When we talk about the all-time greats, <laughs> we talk see. about all the best in the world. We talk about versus battles and who should go with this. We, this person don't get enough love for the impact they've had on the culture, the music that they've made. Who is that guy for you, Bolo? I'm going to go with T-Pain. Ooh, would you call... You know what? I, I'll let it count. I'm about to ask you, does, does T-Pain count as a rapper? But he a part okay, of the You said rapper. Sorry, 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 sorry. I thought you meant artist. I thought I thought you said artist. I mean, we can do artist, though, because I don't want to mess up your... Tell me why you picked T-Pain. Uh, I just think he was a part of a, a decade of music, bro, that literally was just awesome like it was just like i sound hella goofy i just said awesome but it was a it was a situation bro where t-pain was probably on every song that popped for like a decade bro and i mean you could just ride to it like you know obviously i'm not gonna say i don't really know i'm not trying to get into that bait debate but he was probably one of the real first rappers on that melodic shit where i was like mm-hmm. damn this shit is vibing like this shit is different right but it had he was spitting she got the body of a goddess everybody know that you know what i'm saying like Everything and then she he had it and then he could sing too and then he had the auto tune shit so it was a whole different you know type of music that we was listening to and it was just vibing so I think he was getting his flowers then but I think now that things have kind of blew away a little bit and you know music has carried on and jumped into another decade people forget who T T Pain really was you know what I'm saying so um that's real that's rap, man. that's that's my artist um I got a rapper in mind but I'm gonna let you go. All right, I I got two rappers, but I'm 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 gonna just I'm gonna start off with one because I don't know if you're gonna say another one or not. So the first one I'm gonna go with is Ludacris. Ooh. I think Luda don't get enough flowers, man, for because growing up, I mean, this guy was just dropping banger after banger after banger. I mean, I, I feel like this generation knows him more for you know for the movies and stuff, the Two Fast and Furious, you know, and being and being a part of that 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 whole run, you know what I'm saying? But Luda was dropping so many like club bangers and just bops, and he had his own style that was unique and he can change the flow from lower to louder like his his voice was different the sound was unique mm-hmm. and it was his own style he didn't take it from nobody and it's the hooks he had and the, the bangers the move get out the way too yes. fast yeah. chicken and too serious whoa like just the, he got hits you know what i mean to where i think when you look back it's like man like this man luda was is a legend and i just think that luda is is one of the most underrated, underappreciated rap artist mm. of all time, my guy. That's a great one. That's a good one. 
Damn, that's tough, bro. That's tough. <laughs> for sure. For sure. You, you know what, man? It's so funny because I just think a lot of rappers now, especially like older rappers, you know, we talking about early 2000s, 90s, and even like kind of 2010, that type of decade mm -hmm. too. They feel the need to always come around more a lot too. Like yeah. people like Fat Joe and stuff like that. So I sometimes think the more that they be showing up, it kind of be discrediting like their um their cred as far as who they are. Cause they they still want to be like popping. They still want to be like with the new kids. But I'm like, yo, bro, just just lay low, like chill, do your thing, bro, and stop trying to evolve and be like people in this new generation. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, I, you, you understand what no, I'm saying? No, I feel what you're saying for sure. I just, I don't know if I agree with it. But I'm just saying, like, when I see them, I'm like, damn, I'm like, you was, you was damn very cool. Now you lightweight corny now, for real, just because I just be seeing you everywhere. You be doing a lot of shit. Like, bro, go sit your ass down, bro, and then pop out when it's time for you to, you know, do your thing, bro. But, like, it's so many older artists that I be seeing now, and I just be seeing them in a different light just because I feel like they just be trying too hard, bro. And I just be like, chill. Like, Fat Joe is one nigga that I'm like, bro, chill, chill, bro. Like, you had a nice little run, bro. You know what I'm saying? But stop trying to keep up and run with these old, with these young niggas, bro. Like, I mean, the, he got to still keep making money, though. Like, yeah, I gotta mean, make, you got to make Fat Joe money, doing podcasts, you, he's gas, he's on stories, he's doing all, yeah, you he's know, doing a lot. I, he doing, he's a, doing lot. a lot. I get it. But I mean, what you want to do is you want everybody to be like, ho. Jay Z is like, Jay Z be, be like, ho. He be ducked off, ho. though. But I'm saying, Jay Z be ducked off. Like when he show up, it's like something big when he show up. But he a billionaire. Oh. Everybody not billionaires though. If you got billion dollars, you can be ducked off. But these other lot of bro, a lot of these rappers ain't as rich as you think they are. So they gotta be out here making moves to get more yeah, money. No, I'm not I'm not saying that I'm not saying that when you pull up, like I ain't no problem with you being being out and being on the scene, but just be who you are. Like, you know what I'm saying? Don't stop evolving like these young niggas. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it ain't really no true, like. Like you need to be really on some OG shit. Like you know what I'm saying. Like right, once you get right. to that point, like I'm some on some OG shit. But I don't know, man. I ain't I ain't in the rooms with these niggas. I don't know how it is. I just I just speak from me watching the shit on TV and, and, and social media that these niggas just be all in the videos. You know what I'm saying? They just be doing a lot, bro. So I'm like, you know, you was that nigga that was cool with it. Like boom, like you know, you like you know who I respect a lot because you don't see him like that. You see him, but when you see him, he still act the same way. My nigga, fabulous. Mm, like my nigga fun. fabulous bro he move he gonna move the same way how he always moved bro he ain't gonna be too much bro he ain't gonna be all in the videos he ain't gonna be doing all that crazy shit bro he gonna be who he was bro since back in the day bro the nigga with the chip too you know what i'm saying so <laughs> shout out to my nigga fabulous Shout out to Fabulous, man. I hear you, man. That's a whole nother debate, whole nother show we, is, we could do what we could do with that one, man. Cause I got some I, I got some points I could throw back at that. But we are at the end here of the porch, man. Amazing, amazing episode. So much went down. Make sure that if you haven't subscribed, that you subscribe. Obviously, we on caffeine. Send in your gist. We need that bread. We need that money. We need that support. So, man, can tell a friend to tell a friend. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that follow button. Uh, whether it's on IG, whether it's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, YouTube, Caffeine, you name it. Show us that love, man. Show us that support. Leave a five-star review because that does help, man. We got to just continue to grow, man. My brother Bolo, I appreciate you, my guy. Absolutely. Likewise, brother, man. I love y'all. I love the porch, man. Love my dog, man. Hey, man, y'all just make sure that the main thing is the main thing. And when y'all wake up every morning, just make sure that the best you is the best you. And we out. Peace. Started on the porch, that was where it all began. Had to put in work every day, we got it in. We chased all our dreams and now they can't believe it. We make it look easy, we achieving everything we need.
now we undefeated If we link, know it's only business If we get to speak and leave them speechless I did things for free, but now it costs to see me When you see me, you ain't gotta greet me Just don't plot to sneak me, I'ma see it I'ma stop and watch you lose and get defeated What do we bleed? Came from the jungle, we humble but hungry and hunt and defeat People don't want us to leave They love us and rush to the bus when we run in the streets Thinking we stun in the sea We came from nothing to something, now up in the lead Now we ain't coming in peace Hunting for blood and to crush everyone in the league We got a reason, we put in work every day of the week Every month, every season So many schemes, had to go off for the team We gave our all and succeeded Came from the deep end Warming up pots, cooking ramen at times That was all we was eating Now we be feasting Five star restaurants every week Whole team dripped in cloth and it seems They looking hard when we step on the scene Call us out cats, we so fresh and so clean Ain't about cats, please don't ask for a meeting Just hit the stoop out the spaz on the beat Nah, it ain't rude if you ask for the feet Just play it cool when I tax you the fee We need a pool in the back with a cord and a board To go jump off and splash for the heat Live for the day cause the past can't determine the future Or where you gon' actually be Keep staying present, our presence a blessing It's all that we have and we actually need I'm taking action with passion, detaching the ones who keep acting Attached to leech I am no pastor but actually preaching Look up these lyrics and actually read That was where it all began Had to put in work Every day we got it in We chased all our dreams and now they can't believe it We make it look easy We achieving everything we needed Now we undefeated If we link Know it's only business if we get to speak and leave them speechless I did things for free but now it costs to see me When you see me, you ain't gotta greet me Just don't plot to sneak me, I'ma see it I'ma stop and watch you lose and get defeated Presented by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.